0: This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio
1: 1210. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union,
0: your host for the. Radio
1: Hour. The mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner operator of the Philadelphia real estate classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Caceres. How are you, Deanne?
2: I am doing fabulous, Mark. Just fabulous.
1: (laughs) Very good. We're (laughs) excited to be here talking to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock here on WPHT Talk Radio 1210. Going into our 15th year. So if you want to ask us a question about mortgages, residential, commercial, real estate, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Dan?
2: My number is 609-605-7153.
1: We're here every week to answer your questions, keep you informed. We are the only real estate show in our market. Wanted to say hi to Mina Schumann, one of our faithful listeners. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com. So, what's coming up today, idea So,
2: coming up on today's show, Mark, you know, we have to realize this is the last show that's going to air 22. of 2022. So, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Not about the show, just that 2022 is going to end. Right. I got gotcha. you. Go away, 22. Yeah, I hear you. All right. So, coming up on today's show, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with asking Dr. A. Yep. We have Mark's funny story. Got something different today. Oh. Some
1: advice. Uh-oh. For the women, too, since I'm so warm and fuzzy. Easy,
2: easy. Can't wait to hear this. I know. All
1: right.
2: We also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Five top tax tips if you purchased or refinanced a house in 2022.
1: That's a good tip. All right.
2: All right. And then, Mark, we also have some of our questions questions. Um, We put up our home for sale and the square footage is way off. Is a garage usually considered in the square footage in a home? It is attached to the home. It's a different question. All right. Where can I get information about the asking prices of properties that have sold during the past six months? Next question is, I have a family friend who is a realtor. She suggested a price for my home that seems too low. Another agent suggested a price more in line with my expectations. Who do I choose?
1: (laughs) That's a good one. That's Uh, a good one.
2: Family, family, family. All right. New construction. If a walkthrough inspection reveals a problem, but I choose to go through with closing anyway, can I retain a percentage of the down payment or the mortgage amount not to be paid until the repairs are made?
1: Mm, Good questions.
2: Good questions there. Yep. And, Mark, our topic of the day is home buyer and seller statistics.
1: Yeah, I'll give you some numbers today.
2: Okay, but first, give us your motivational quote. And the
1: motivational quote is, second chances do come your way, like trains, they arrive and depart regularly. <laughs> Recognizing the ones that matter is the trick. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you want to get on the right train and you don't want to be sitting on the tracks, neither. All right. Get in, get in the game.
2: So where are we at? So Mark, we are up to the market report.
1: And there is the bell. So anyway, existing home sales were down a little bit over the last couple months and 16% compared to 21. But this is national report. I don't think in our area we were off that much because I just listed one, what, a couple of weeks ago and it sold already. It's gone. You That's, did sell it? Yeah, it's already sold.
2: Awesome. Congratulations. So,
1: thank you. From the beginning of the year, we've seen declines in sales. This is from Young from National Association Realtors. He would not be surprised if we have a two months of more decline going into the beginning of 23. But I think 23 is going to be a banging year. I, I just got that feeling. New home sales make up 15% of the market or down 17% compared to in 22 compared to pre pan
2: levels
1: (laughs) i can't help myself with that single family housing starts are down 22 percent medium home sale prices have risen substantially to around 400 thousand. i remember when we started this show 14 years ago with like 200 grand now it's you know the medium sales price in 2000 was 150 thousand. it's crazy that's crazy yep given that the prices are so high it's a valid question to ask if home prices will crash wow they're not going to crash uh he explained that the conditions were different now compared to the market of 2008 he said in 2008 there were 8 million job losses in a single year some pride lending and risky mortgages were occurring and about 4 million homes were on the market th- we're in a whole different situation and the public needs to remember that real estate only crashed once in 73 years and that was 08 and that was due to a lot of greed Actually, wrote a song about that. <laughs> Today, we have about one point five million homes on the market, and mortgage delinquencies and foreclosures are at historic low levels. Now, foreclosure rates run three to four percent historically. In '08, I ask people, "What do you think the foreclosure rate was in '08, percentage wise?" And they'll say fifty percent, sixty percent. It was five five point one percent in the worst market ever. Right. And a lot of them are shocked by that. They don't know. But anyway, the mortgage rates, which are the late blood of the housing industry, have been falling for the last four weeks. There's an indication they could decline even more. I'm glad the Fed is waking up and realizing that's not helping inflation. And there's a decent number of buyers waiting for their chance on the sidelines. I think a lot of people are going to get in the market real quick. We don't expect a lot of growth in home construction because those guys are way behind. And they expect more homeowners to put their homes on the market, but it will likely be taking a little longer to sell. And I, I think that depends on where you're at. Because I just listed that one and it sold in weeks. It was, you know, it's gone already. Buyers are will be cautious to enter market, but they will have more time to make a decision if we get some more inventory.
2: That's awesome.
1: The builders, though, they're expecting a decline. because lum- But lumber costs are finally coming down. The 2 by 4 is no longer $14. Jeez. You know? I remember when they were buck buck fourteen a couple years ago, and that uh, so that supply construction workers are getting workers is a big challenge. Actually, posted something on my Facebook page about a uh, a uh, 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 what do you call it? Twitter employee actually looking for a real job. (laughs) It's a great funny thing. You got to watch it at the job interview. She's asking like, "Where's the gym and the meditation room?" So anyway, I think we're going to be in great shape for uh, uh, 20, 2023, and I think we're going to start seeing a little more inventory on the market, and the rates are still good. Even at six, rates are Agreed. great, because historically, rates go to 8 to 14%. And I told I was talking about somebody with this today, and I told him my first house, I locked in at 13%, and I was happy back in the 80s. So, you know, tell us about the rates.
2: So the rates are pretty cool, Mark. They are, as you mentioned, coming down. So, right now we are looking at your conventional 30 year fix. And again, this all takes play into determining what your um, FICO score is, how much you're putting down. But right now you're looking at about 6.25%. Your 15 year is at 5.625%. Your 5 1 arm is up a little bit. It's about six and a quarter, and it's still costing um, a point. Your 5 year FHA is at 6%, and your 30 year VA is at 6%.
1: Let me ask you a question. The, those arms, I remember about a year or two ago, they were like two percent, two and a half. Why are they so high compared to the regular
2: Because rates? it's based on it's an interest only payment, and it has it's based on prime. So it's prime, let's say plus two. So, so it depends on you know what product you're going with, but it's not going to be. It's definitely a lot different because yeah. prime is up.
1: Yeah, they were really low. So, all right. So that's very good. They're great rates. If you're by one of the 48% of renting in Philadelphia, I'm telling you, it's time to get on that train, buy a house.
2: So- you know, the things that everybody needs to keep in mind, Mark, is that, again, you're not locking into this for 360 payments. No. There's an opportunity to refinance when these rates go down. And they're going to go down. They won't. Don't wait. You're missing Your opportunity to purchase the home of your dreams. Yeah,
1: and you're paying somebody's mortgage one way or the other. Correct. Anyway,
2: so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio
1: 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back.
0: On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Casares and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours.
1: All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at the end? So,
2: Mark, we are up to your funny story.
1: Well, I don't have a funny story. Last week, we had that Christmas story, I got a lot of comments about. <laughs> that was a tearjerker. that was. Yeah. Anyway, I got some advice for the women in 2023. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Women, five keys, and getting in a great relationship in 2023.
2: Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to give relationship advice. advice.
1: I am giving relationship advice.
2: Okay. And you haven't been at happy hour prior to this? You're nah. good?
1: No, I am you're good. you sure? I'm risking it. I'm, I'm throwing you are
2: in... definitely <laughs> risking it.
1: All right. All right. Here's the first one. We might one. finish
2: the show with this. We might right. not even do anything else.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, here's, point, here's number one if you're looking to get in a good relationship in 2023. For the women, uh, it is important course. to find a man who works around the house and occasionally cooks and cleans, and who has a job, number one.
2: We, let's just stop right there. Right. That's impossible, what? because I married that guy, so there is no one else left like him. Oh, really? I promise. All right.
1: Number two, it is important to find a man who makes you laugh. you got to have that. Number three, it is important to find a man who is dependable, respectful, and doesn't lie. And number four, it's really important to find a man who's good in bed and loves to have sex with you. And number five, the most important is that these four men never meet.
2: <laughs> All right, you set me up for that one for sure. Because yeah, I knew, that, yeah. All right, I don't even know what to say because I, I want to ask some questions, but I you don't want probably the answers. not going to be appro- no. I just don't think it's going to be appropriate. All right. Um, yeah. Let's but- just
1: do the mortgage bomb topic.
2: So now it is time for the mortgage. You don't let me close you out here. Go ahead, close me out. All right. All right. right, If you have a funny story and you'd like to hear it, please. And again, I've been begging. I'm begging again. Please send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501.
1: That's right. I'm up to 940. I need help. Now it is time for the mortgage bond (laughs) segment with the end. Kat Saris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is the top five tax tips for 2022. So tell so me about it this. Of,
2: I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. It, it kind of expanded because I've been doing a little bit of research. And I think even going into the first show um, in 2023, we're going to continue with this. But we're going to do two sides of it. So number one, if you bought a house or refinanced your house in 2022, there's some things that you need to consider. Number one is you need to make sure that you have your closing disclosure from settlement. If you don't have it, you need to reach out to your um, loan originator and have them send it to you. Cause it's important when filing your, your taxes, you want to make sure that those items that are on there, such as your mortgage interest, um, the premiums that you paid your real estate taxes, Maybe, um, in I this did market. all this, this year too, you what
1: I did this last year with you, remember,
2: right, yep, exactly, and if you paid any points to lower your rate, those are some of the things that are gonna be tax deductions. Now, I want to put a disclaimer in here, right? I am not giving tax advice, I'm just giving you tips on things in the market, so
1: I just gave, I a, just gave relationship advice.
2: And again, from someone, uh, I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to okay. end the year nicely. <laughs> but I, I'm not giving accounting advice. All right. Um, but if you don't have that, reach out to your loan originator. One of the things that that my team does is we'll send that out to all the borrowers just to make sure that they don't have any questions and things to go over. But um, tips after you know filing, you want to make sure that you've contributed you know, to your tax advantage accounts. So any deductions that you made as far as um, 401ks, things like that, you need to consider. Now, depending on um, how you're going to file your taxes. So can you claim your mortgage interest on your taxes? And with that, yes, you can claim the mortgage interest, but you cannot claim a mortgage interest deduction Unless you itemize your deduction, so it it requires you to use the form ten forty to file your taxes and prepare your Schedule A. So again, you want to work with either a TurboTax or someone that's a professional um, to guide you through that. Just like we we always tell everybody, Mark, you don't want to you know do dentistry by yourself. No, people should hire an accountant. I mean it's they're not that expensive. They're not that expensive and also it's you're probably gonna a get a write off. It's gonna be a write off and you're probably gonna get a better return by having them do it. Well,
1: by you starting this topic, I was just thinking about all that stuff I paid off in that refi. Right. Well, there's, I probably got some good deductions.
2: I'm sure you have some great deductions. <laughs> can I deduct that IRS payment? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? You might want to ask, you know, our, our, new, going to dance. our new favorite um, accountant. You know, you, we should have Craig on the show.
1: Yeah, Craig, Craig I'm going to definitely. He said he'll come on. All off. right,
2: let's have him on in January so that people can right. uh, help him file the taxes. He's a great,
1: he's a great guy. Yeah.
2: But again, just for example, if you paid 3000 in points, to obtain a lower mortgage um, interest on your mortgage, you can increase your mortgage interest deduction by 3,000 in the tax year that you closed on the home. So claiming your mortgage interest deduction um, is very advantageous. All the prepaid interest that you've done, your homeowner's insurance, the real estate taxes. Now keep in mind, you're going to get what's called a 1098 at the end of the year. The 1098 is going to show all the money that you've paid, right, on the interest for the mortgage. And and the, um, the mortgage company will send that out to you. But if you purchased your home, let's say in June, you didn't have a payment in June, you didn't have a payment in July, you're only going to have August, September, October, November, and December's interest. So you're going to be shy a couple months. So when you get it, don't be surprised. But look out for your 1098. Pull out what's called your closing disclosure. Because, again, you're going to want to give all that information to your um, accountant. And let's get Craig on next week so that he can go yeah. over everything and explain it, because it's really important. People don't realize all the advantages that they're going to have if they purchase or they refinance. Even if you've done some kind of improvements on the house, right? There's going to be some right. There's going to be some deductions for that as well. Yep. Right. Did you do your renovations this year or last year? Me? Yeah, when you did the basement and things like that.
1: Last last year.
2: In twenty twenty two or twenty twenty-three? Twenty
1: two. In twenty two I did. Okay. It.
2: So yes. Yeah. Yeah, I so spent a bunch of money. You did. And I heard you have a really great sign in the basement too. Oh
1: uh, yeah, very the Cumberland <laughs> Bar. Very nice sign. From, now but thank a, you Ms. Ketsaris.
2: <laughs> but again, you need to um make sure that you keep all of those receipts and use them for your um for your taxes this year. When we do the show, it'll be a little bit more informative in January um, because I guess kind of got sidetracked with doing the interest and whatnot. But if you do have any questions in the meantime, feel free to reach out. 609-605-7153. We're going to post the tax tips up on the website, which is going to be MortgageMom.net as well. So be sure to check all that out as well.
1: Yeah. See, now all these people that are renting aren't getting none of that.
2: They're getting nothing.
1: Yeah, and plus they're paying somebody else's mortgage.
2: Well, what's gonna happen also is that it's going to increase, right? Everybody's rent is gonna to continue to go up. And that's why people yep. need to start looking at what the home prices are and see if it's gonna fit in their budget. Because if you're paying sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars for a one bedroom for rent, who knows what you can get in, in certain areas for sixteen hundred dollars. You might be able to get, you know, a three bedroom in Philadelphia. In one nine one one five area, the taxes yeah. are low, right? I mean, it's if you don't ask, the answer is no. Exactly. So get yourself on a budget, and let's see what we can get you into for.
1: Get pre-approved, and, and you'll have a game plan because rents are definitely going up. I I think by fifteen percent next year because of the Inflation Reduction Act tax, tax on yep. small business is fifteen percent landlords are going to pass that on to somebody.
2: And again, we're never going to be at the 2%, 2 2.5%. We're not even going to see 3% on the rates. We need to get everyone involved now and get into a payment that they can afford.
1: Yeah. And then down the road, you refi. No big deal. Very good. All right, Ver, that was a good topic. That made me think about because I got to talk to Craig, (laughs) Mike. So I got—I think I got to add a few things to that list. You do, anyway. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all
0: positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate.
1: All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. Where are we at, Deanne?
2: So, Mark, we're up to our question and answer segment. And our first question is we put our home up for sale and the square footage is way off. Is a garage usually considered in the square footage in a home? It is attached to the home.
1: It depends. Like if it's below floor, uh, like main floor level, probably not included. It's according to how the house is set up. Uh, they're thinking they're taking into everything into one big number. And if that garage is say it's a twin and it's on the bottom level, basement level, that's not considered as livable square footage. Right. According to the appraisers. So now if it's attached to the side of the house, it's according it's according to how the appraisal's done. So it's hard to answer a yes or no on this question.
2: You'd have to really case, know what type of home yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: case by case like that. Because in Philly, of, you have that drive
2: right—the driveway that goes all the way down and it's basically under the house.
1: Yeah, and then you have the other ones where that garages—they turn them into other rooms, and right. you know.
2: And they didn't so get permits. And, and, it's and not above and, grade. Well,
1: yeah, and they're and they're on a a, a concrete slab. Right. So there, that is above ground usage space so right. it's
2: according to what kind of unit it is What's Need a little one? bit more information okay question number two where can i get information about the asking prices of properties that have sold during the last six months i found information on the selling prices and would like to compare them to the asking prices hmm. that's a that's a tough one because you're not really going to know what the asking prices are
1: well, unless you talk to some real estate agent and they have access to a multiple listing service and they can do some research for you. Like now, how I try to price a property, I go back like the last six months and I, I usually start at a half a mile from the unit and work my way out. And then I look at actors, pendings, and solds. And then if there's too many, I narrow it down closer to the property because you want to get a good idea what the competition is what's pending. Right. And if they're pending, you don't know what the price is.
2: Right. But you're like, also, got, you're also right. not going to know what the asking price is. So you're going to have to find out what's sold, call the listing agent and ask what offers were made on the property.
1: Right. That's like, and sometimes I have to do that when there's low inventory like this Yeah. and the appraiser's now like on the one I just sold, he's going to go out and do comps. So I'm going to do, send him comps. So just comparables, so that make his job easier, plus to make sure the house appraises. Right. And say say I only got two solds. Then I'm going to look at pendings, and I'm going to call those agents up, and I'm going to ask them how much did they sell for. And they're going to say, well, I'm not allowed to tell you that. <laughs> I'll say, well, all right, say the house is 300000 I said, was it above two fifty? <laughs> and they'll go, yeah. Was it below three hundred? Yeah. Was it above 270? Yes. Was it below 290? Yes.
2: All right, we get it. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Nobody broke the law.
2: Right, 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 right. All
1: right. So, yeah, I would call a real estate professional and ask them. They'll help you out. They'd gladly get you in their database.
2: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right. right, Question number four. New construction. If a walkthrough inspection reveals a problem, but I choose to go through with closing anyway. Can I retain a percentage of the down payment or mortgage amount not to be paid until the repairs are made? And that's going to be no, because you're not going to be able to close on a mortgage with repairs that are due. Now keep in mind with new construction, you know, the builder is legally bound to for up to a year because what's going to happen. There's things that are going to settle. You're going to have nail pops, Things are going to come yep. up. But as long as you're making the builder aware um, of what's going on and the problems, and he's agreed to fix them, you know, make a list, get it signed off on. But you have up to a year to continue to bring up to the builder any repairs that need to be done.
1: Yeah, this is new construction. Now, on a regular deal, there could be something that. It's going to be done, and they just couldn't schedule it to get it done in time, but they want it to close, and some money was held in an escrow account.
2: Not anymore. You know, not in, They won't no, let you at all? Nope. It's very rare that the mortgage company will allow money to be held in escrow, because if this all falls apart, now the, ha- now the mortgage company has a house that needs repairs on it. So they're generally not going to escrow the money.
1: All right.
2: They used to but they're not going to do it anymore.
1: And then the government got involved. (laughs) Yeah, we're here to,
2: it makes sense. It makes sense. I agree with that.
1: Uh, You missed one. You missed one question.
2: I, Oh, this is the one that I wanted to talk about. (laughs) All right. right. I have a family friend who is a realtor. She should, she suggested that she sell seashells by the seashore. Now she suggested (laughs) a price for my home. That seems too low. Another agent suggested a price more in line with my expectations. Who
1: do I choose? You know, this can get very sticky. It's gonna... sometimes, sometimes the second part of that, another agent suggested. That's what sometimes you call buying a listing. They'll, they'll, they'll do whatever you want, want just yeah. to get that listing, and then they'll try to whittle you down to the correct price after you get active. You know, that uh, that's a terrible way to do it. The best thing to do is try to hit the right price the first time. And if the, it's priced right and it shows right, it's going to sell.
2: But you have to you come, know. give them the information. You know, let yeah. let the um, person that's selling the house decide. This is how I came up with your number, and then you know, right. compare both sides. Are they using the same comps? Does one have another comp? You know, there's a lot of variables that could go on with that too. But you definitely have to see the information.
1: Yeah, I, I I've known agents in the past that used to do this. They do they price it anything the seller wanted just to get the listing,
2: and then it sits I for do, six I months. Know,
1: I know one if it was on a major route like the Roosevelt Boulevard or something like that. But he would he would do anything and put a giant sign, sign on yeah, it. Yeah, with his name it. was on. just advertising <laughs> for him. He didn't care if it sold or not.
2: Right, because it sat like, there I'm for like, years. Damn man,
1: what kind of ethics is that?
2: Yeah, agreed. All right,
1: what's the next one? All
2: right, the next question is. If the real estate agent representing the buyer knows of a flooding problem, must they disclose this information to the buyer? Is it unethical if they do not?
1: Yeah, if the, uh, you got to disclose, disclose, disclose. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if they tell you that there's a problem, you, you got it, and they don't want to put it on a disclosure, then you're, you're being unethical.
2: Uh, you definitely so have to disclose the that there's an issue. You got true. to disclose.
1: Yeah. Because you you don't disclose, and then down the road, that agent could be in a real jam.
2: Yeah, because if he knew about that, if the buyer decides to sue, you know, all parties involved, then people knew, you know, then they're going to be held liable.
1: Right, and there goes your license. Yeah, and why risk everything for something stupid like that?
2: No, it's we're in a. I'm in a situation right now, which I basically don't have anything to do with it. But you know, there was a house that was purchased. I think it's like eighteen months ago. And now the the electrical and um, the foundation, you know, the, the buyer is suing the title company, the mortgage company, the real estate agent. And I know there's one other person involved. Yeah, probably the regional the, director of the franchise. And the home inspector, right? But they yeah. had a home inspection done. The home inspection revealed all of these issues. The seller was aware of these issues, um, and not all of them were fixed and the buyer still went through with it. So it wasn't a news flash that these things came up, but it was in the home inspection, they should have been addressed. Everybody was aware of it. And now all of a sudden, you know, 12 18 months later, they want to go to court and drag everybody in. And and they, they don't They
1: might have a problem because, you know, they don't they have a case.
2: They don't have a case.
1: Yeah. They just with well, you hire a lawyer, the magic number is two grand. Any lawyer i will take your case, you give them two grand, win or lose. And then, you know, so, a year from now, right. <laughs> you're in front of a judge, and then they, they're they probably going to
2: lose. Yeah. No, they're definitely going to lose. And this is even the, the best part. Hus- um, they're engaged, right? The couple is engaged. The woman moved out of the house. The guy's still living there. He's only on deed and title. He's not even on the mortgage. And and they want nothing. To, the woman wants nothing to do with it.
1: That sounds like that movie, The Money Pit.
2: Yeah, there was The <laughs> Money Pit.
1: Oh, my God. Caused the divorce.
2: <laughs> Very good. All right. All right. So they were some there, good there questions. They were some good questions. Yeah. They were good questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So coming up next is going to be our topic of the day. And we're going to have a lot of statistics from Mark. One, and stuff. it's going to be home buyers and sellers' statistics.
1: Yeah, a little enlightenment. Okay. So, with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back.
0: Good news in real estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net.
1: All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, end?
2: So Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is home buyer and seller statistics.
1: I figured I'd do this. I'm going to do another segment on real estate agents on another show, but <laughs> some interesting statistics. First-time home buyers versus repeat buyers. First-time buyers are 26% of the market. Medium age of a first time buyer is 26. Medium age of a repeat buyer is 59. Median household income of first time buyers is 71,000. Median household income of a repeat buyer is 90, 96,000. The typical home purchased was 1,800 square feet and the size, was built in 1986, had three bedrooms and two baths. Remember about six, seven years ago when everybody was trying to buy the little McMansions four or five thousand square feet. Now across the country they're starting to be a
2: little smaller. Among those And two- that's weird because I think aren't more people still living together since COVID? Like more more kids Adult kids are still living at home.
1: Yeah, but they're just crowding in. <laughs> <laughs> Among those finance who finance their homes, purchases typically finance ninety four percent of all home purchases.
2: It's not twenty percent, Mark. They don't have to put twenty percent
1: down. No, no. Three and three point five with FHA. Eighty six percent of buyers purchase their home through a real estate agent or broker. Buyers who use their agent again recommend their agent to others, eighty nine percent. That's high. Yeah. Yeah, that's if the agents stay in touch with them, which they don't. That that I don't. I don't think that number is really realistic But anyway, where buyers found the home, they purchased fifty one percent from the internet, real estate agents twenty nine percent, yard signs four <laughs>
2: percent. Oh my god!
1: Friends or relatives ten percent. That number makes sense to me. Home builder or their agent one percent directly from sellers, new to seller, Fisbos five percent. I heard that's a little low, actually lower. And then here's print newspaper and advertisement, which is dead, less than 1%. So, a uh, National Association Realtors Profile of Home Buyers and Sellers, home seller statistics, the typical home seller in 20, this, goes, this report is the way it goes, in 2022 was 60 years of age, had a median household income of 93, and lived in their home for 10 years. 86% of the sellers were assisted by a real estate agent when selling their home. Recent sellers typically sold their home for 100% of the listing price, and 38% rep- reported reducing the asking price at least once. The tickable, typical home sold was on the market for two weeks. We were down to a week in Philly, remember? Yeah, Not some of them were now. days. Days. 36% of sellers who used a real agent found that the agents through a referral by friends or family. 27 used an agent they previously worked with. See? that uh, that number and the other number don't work together. Right.
2: Not and, at all. Yeah. It,
1: no. With the to buy or sell a home. Sellers who would definitely would use the same agent again, 73%. I believe that number, but these agents never contact them again. Right now, they're all the agents are sending their calendars out for 2023. And they'll get a calendar, but they won't call. Right. So, you know, that's the problem. They'd all pick up the damn phone. For sale by owner statistics I don't think it's ten percent. I I always I was told it's about three and 8, three point five percent. Yeah, it's low. Of of the ones that go on the market, and then the chances up of them closing are a lot slimmer because there's nobody in the middle. There's nobody controlling
2: <laughs> the actual <clears> throat> process. Throat> right. They don't know what like to do.
1: It was 93 percent uh, of them end up listing, and then the ones that three percent that sold. It was half of them don't make it to the settlement table because they don't weather the home inspection, the appraisal correctly. So, you know, you're, ba- and you net more statistically if you're listed with an agent.
2: And that's dentistry so, by yourself. I mean, it's the same right. thing. You don't understand what some of the terms are, so you get scared and and you back hey. out of the deal.
1: And the most difficult tasks for the sellers are preparing, fixing up the home for sale, 6%, getting the right price, 16%, understanding and performing the paperwork, which is a big deal, 13%, selling within the plan length at a time, 10%, having enough time to devote to all aspects of the sale, attracting potential buyers, 1%, and helping buyers obtain financing. Like, the average seller is going to have a problem with all of that. Agreed.
2: And who wants to deal that with it anyway? Like, who
1: wants? I to- know that's like dentistry by owner. Right. I mean, why get involved? That's like doing your own taxes. Same scenario. Right. Hire a professional.
2: It's going to be beneficial all the way around. So, right. agreed.
1: And you're going to net. You're going to net more. Statistically, eight uh uh, housings that is listed with a real estate agent nets more than for sale by. Owners.
2: I wonder what the statistic is. For sale by owners. That's not represented by the buyer or the seller. If they even had a home inspection.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of pitfalls here. Right. I mean, you know. Agreed, but and Matt just just negotiating the contract. That I'm writing it. As soon as I I can just picture so many for sale by owners. <laughs> when the buyer goes, I want to buy it, and then they're like, uh oh. Yeah. You know what do they do? They go online and download a contract and fill up a fill out a contract that has to hold up in court in front of your honor.
2: Right. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah.
1: Good luck. With- now. Yeah.
2: Why risk that? That was a good segment. That was a good segment.
1: Um, right, I'm going to do another one on real estate agents, so people know about real estate yeah, agents. Yeah,
2: I've been preaching that, telling them how much it, how important it is for them to have a CRM and stay in touch. But all right, okay. so we are up to our segment with Doctor A, and today he's going to talk about his new program that's going to be launched in January, on January 3rd of 2023. Sounds yes. very interesting, Doctor A. Give us the details.
1: So, Dr. Abelson, how you doing? I'm
3: doing terrific. How are you guys?
1: We're very good. So tell us about this new program that the Abelson Group's going to do, because businesses should pay
3: attention. And for years, we've been able to offer Keller Williams, an unlimited use license program where they can get uh, the DISC and the motives assessment for one annual fee. Uh, and right. we have uh, talked to our the company that we got our assessments from uh, into allowing us to offer that to everybody. So anybody and anybody can now get one of the best, if not the best disc assessment in the industry for one fixed price a year, no matter how many assessments that they run, which
1: is really cool. And that's a great tool for some companies because, Hiring you know using this you're not
3: going to make mistakes, right? Well, you can use it for hiring you can use it for team building uh, You can use it for new projects that you're doing and you're going to have multiple people working together that haven't worked together for the first time They can all take the individual assessment and then we can uh, they can take it We can take that data put it into our team assessment uh, and then they can talk with each other better understand each other or they can work with us and we'll do something over the internet with them for an hour to show them how to work more effectively with each other, it'll save You know, organizations thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even millions of dollars per project, depending on how large the project is. We actually have data with one of our clients that we were able to uh, double their net profit uh, just by helping them select the right project manager for the project so so this is really really yeah. exciting stuff and 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 again any organization uh can get this unlimited juice license uh and uh and then use as many reports basically as they want to i
1: talk, i was talking to a, a company a banking industry that i know and uh i keep talking to them about this because they they do the same old hiring tricks you know they they interview they read a resume they interview them they like them, they bring them back in, and they hire them, and that's it. And like, what does that have to do with the job? I mean, you know, yeah, some past experience and all, but are they going to fit in? Exactly. And then they'll throw some high SRC in the marketing department making cold calls, which is like freaking them out, and then they leave. 6 to 9
3: months they're gone. Right, and they hired them because they they liked them because of the interview process, but then 4 or 5 months later they can't stand them because of the interview right. process cuz it wasn't a, it wasn't a good fit for for the job. So with the assessments, you can see immediately whether they're going to be the right fit or not. There's actually a page on what their ideal environment is. There's another page on what their value is to the team or the organization, as well as pages on how to communicate, how to motivate, how to manage, all kinds of neat stuff. And it's one fixed price a year. So if anybody's interested, all they need to do is go to Abelson A B E L S O N dot net or do Success at Abelson dot net, and we will help you enroll. Any business listening to this show, trust me.
1: I've been dot- working with Doctor A for like 14 years. And I'm telling you, it works. You don't it saves you from making so many mistakes. It's worth the investment.
2: Yeah, it stops you from hiring people just like you because that doesn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah, we
2: know we know that, Mrs. Kat <laughs> Oh, but I love
1: it. Well, that, but the team works
3: him. best when you have people <laughs> exactly. on different behavioral styles that work exactly. together. Well, yeah. thank
2: you, Doctor. I um it's been a great twenty twenty two with you as well. We look forward to twenty twenty three. Us too. And have a wonderful holiday. You too. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. I also want to give a special thanks, Mark, um, to RJ and Frank, our producer. So thank you guys for doing a great job.
1: Yes, they do a great job for the show every week. And we are on New Year's Eve. First time in 14 years, we got a Christmas Eve and a New Year's Eve. Awesome. So, happy New Year's to everybody. I hope you have a great New Year. 23 is going to be good. Trust me. It's going to be a good year. Be optimistic. And tune in every Saturday at 1 o'clock here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Stay tuned in. We're the only real estate game in town. So, with that, have a good, great week. I'm Mark Cumberland.
2: I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom.
1: You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio, 1210 WPHT. All All positive, all the
2: the time. time.
0: Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.